Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Feed your wallet. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm drinking Schwedenweiss. Aventius. Hmm? Schwedenweiss. Beer? Yes. Dub- Doppelbach? A, it's a Doppelbach. A wheat Doppelbach. Extra, all right, good. It's fucking delicious. Dark. What's the? Do you know the alcohol percentage on that bad boy? Eight point two. Hey yo. I think I set my my bottom at eight. Oh, I think you're I think you're getting pretty hammered. Just wait till next episode. I guess. That's <laughs> my keys. I am drinking. I'm not really proud of this beverage, but I'm a I'm a. I'll tell you anyway. I'm drinking a Leinenkugel Oktoberfest. So I've never heard of that. You never heard what? of Leinenkugel? I, I have not. So, never heard of Line and Kugel. <clears throat> no, no, that's bullshit, dude. That's bullshit. Wait, show, never... show me the bottle. Show me the bottle. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Ever. Not not even in a store. No, nah, you're look... crazy. So so why are you? Is that like a, a Philly area? No, no thing. Milwaukee. Oh, so you don't like it because it's from Milwaukee? Uh, I th- I think it's part of the InBev. Like I think like. You know, the InBev Corporation bought it out and now distributes mm. it. However, they've been pretty big on buying craft breweries. Lining, and Lining stuff. Kugel has the Lemon Shandy that's popular. Uh, it's called Lemon Shandy, right? Lemon it, Shandy, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I know that one. Yeah. Uh, Lining Kugel, I think the original tastes like uh, tricks. Sh- oh, so like oh, Shock Top is part of. InBev, yeah. But Shock Top is not the Linden. No, Lining Kugel. Yeah, because I, I, I'm sorry. I know Lemon Shandy from Shock Top. I don't oh, know. Oh. And it's actually, I just checked online. It's called Lemon Berry Shandy from Lemon Kugel. No, they make a Lemon Shandy, too. I've had oh. it on the podcast. Oh, I don't know. That. There's stuff upstairs, yeah. Uh, I have the Oktoberfest. My friend, who's a beer connoisseur like myself, said it's better than the Sam Adams Oktoberfest, which for the longest time was one of my favorite beers, it is no longer one of my favorite beers. Uh, because it's Sam? No, just because it just kind of, I kind of fell out of love with it. Because I do have to admit that I'm a big fan of like craft, but Sam, like <laughs> seasonal ones. Sam's, are, hmm. Sam's, it's a good, it's, they're good beers. I like their beers. Look, it's on tap everywhere. And when yeah. in doubt, I almost always go with Sam. I do too. I do too. If there's like, if you're at a shitty dive bar and it's either Miller Lite, Coors Light, or Sam Adams Boston Lager, I'm always going with Boston Lager. Yeah. You know, Boston Lager is the. I'll, I'll get the winner when it's available. You of know. course. Yeah. And I like the winter one. I like Oktoberfest. Not a huge fan of the summer ale. And I sometimes, depending on what their spring one, they've been mixing it up recently. Anyway, uh, Lightning Kugel has uh, an Oktoberfest. And my friend claimed that it was better than. The Sam Adams Oktoberfest, which I had fell, I was in love with for a long time, and I was mm. like, "No, you were wrong." Uh, Sam Adams o- Oktoberfest is the best Oktoberfest, hands down. And he blind taste tested me, and I said the better one was the Line and Kugel. Really, I did. So, uh, so it's a good beer. I like it. It's fine. It tastes good, and it's October. I'm drinking an Oktoberfest. It's raining and hot outside. <laughs> In New Jersey, it's re- yeah, it's really hot out, dude. It's been it was like cold last week. I have the windows closed. It's getting like stuffy and shit. Yeah, no, weird weather. Global warming. Global warming. 
Uh, anyway, today's uh, catchphrase is feed your wallet. And that was sent in by at the Duke Daniel. I believe that's Daniel Merle. I believe that's a slogan for like a credit card company or something. <laughs> or that's what's in your wallet is Capital One. Mm. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Anyway, thank you, Daniel, for the catchphrase. And if you have a catchphrase, please send them into our Twitter account. It's at Money Matters Man. At Money Matters Man. <laughs> and twins. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why that came don't, in my head. D- don't get the reference at all. Yes, you do. No, uh, and twins? No. And twins. Wait a minute. You don't get that reference? No, dude. All right. Now I'm just going to pinpoint. Ex- I know it's a beer commercial. Wait, hold on. So- we search beer I'm and I'm just going to search twins. and twins. Yeah, it's for Coors Light. Oh. Ah, yes. Now I know. Now that I see the picture of the twins. Yeah, it's like it's a little old school. Here's oh. to football. It's like a song. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> if you just search beer and twins. Yeah, you'll get it. There are a lot of girls mud wrestling on Google. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyways. Enjoy. Uh, today we're going to talk about <laughs> financial friends in quotes. So uh, I guess this is the idea that – all right. I want to start it off with a quote. Mm. You are the product of the five people you surround yourself with, right? I agree. Something like that. Mm. And it's the idea that you know if you are surrounded by a bunch of dick bags. You're probably going to be a dick bag. Is that a product or an app? What? Dick bags? No, no. I'm saying if you're, if you're, if you're, uh, if you surround or if yourself, you are a dick. Ba- I guess I've never owned a dick bag, so whatever. I don't know. If you surround your, if you surround yourself with five asshole friends, chances are you're probably going to be an asshole too, mm. right? Uh, so that's why you should surround yourself with people who are, you know, positive and who motivate you. Uh, I am not one. I am not one who does that. Hence, because I'm friends with you. Uh, so, <laughs> no, so I, I, I actually don't. I don't. I don't. I have not adapted this yet. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to, you know, surround myself with more positive people, and especially people who are good with money. And I think mm. that if you surround yourself with people who are good with money, you will also be good with money. And yeah. you know, look at look at your situation compared to mine. You know, as far as family, just family in general. You grew up in a family that was, you know, frugal for a time being, and then. And then became they're just good with money. Uh, therefore, you're good with money. Yeah, you know. And uh, I came up in a different scenario. And well, the thing is, is like uh, when I was younger, I, I would talk with my parents about money, you know, and, and the details and an approach. Right. And then, and then it grows like where I, you know I talk to other people about details and approach. And if you don't have your parents as someone you could talk to, well, then. Damn, you need to find someone. Even if they're not a pro, just someone you could like bullshit about it. Well, let me yeah. ask a question. Do you yeah. have financial friends? Uh I I would say my my wife is one. My wife. My wife. No, and I wouldn't say that. Yeah, so I uh, look, I, I don't really have there there's no one that I know in my personal fr- group of friends. Yeah, that that is as financial whatever as me. So probably you can't, you can't talk shop in this case because since you're in the financial industry, yeah, I mean, there's, I have one buddy uh, Burak who I do talk to about. You bounce some ideas things. stuff off of. Yeah, uh, it's it's very light though. 
Hmm. You know, like we'll talk about some Vanguard stuff, or like he, he was he was the one who was talking about the insurance things that that spawned that episode. But like, were you just were you being the helpful side of that, or was he helping you out? I think uh, it was. It, it's more. Uh, it's we're not really talking about each other's situation that that much. Hmm. You know, it's more just kind of just like things out there. Like, does this make sense? You know. And, but but and I'm being more helpful. Do you, but do you like, trust his opinion on stuff, or do you just like just listen to it and kind of move on? Uh, it, it's it's probably more one sided, and I think it's probably more my fault. I guess I didn't really you're a little, like you're a pompous asshole. No, I I just look like if people are talking, it's you're a dick and guy. I because because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that you could tell like when you're um, certain conversations are like. They they're they're not about you, you know what I mean. Then like you're... all conversations are about me, Andrew. Come on. Okay, no, no, no. I, I mean about you, like meaning me, because yeah. I know all conversations are about you. Right, but I'm saying, but it, it didn't fit the. Would you consider your parents to be those people then? Uh, you... We're we're very open and like, you talk strategy. to your dad about money, yeah, and, like yeah. stuff like that. Dad, mom, so, like so you dad, have that. Yeah, we'll tear each other apart on decisions, and all right, so I'll those... criticize them, they all criticize right. me. So those are your financial friends. Yeah, actually. Oh, it's kind of sad. They're going to say it's cute. No, no, not. I'm going to say it's sad. <laughs> your parents are your only financial friends. Oh, who's your financial friend? You. Yeah. Well, actually, I do talk to you about stuff. Uh, but Dude, the only reason I'm good with money is because I've been talking to you for the past fucking year. <laughs> Mostly on this podcast, but even outside You're of the calling podcast. me sad. I'm your financial friend. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying your situation is sad. Mine's not. <laughs> well, maybe I should talk with you more about well, it. Well, no, you don't want that. Well, you do. I mean, every every Wednesday we talk about stuff, money True. stuff. But, like, look, dude, if it wasn't for you, like, harping on me to start Betterment, I don't think I have ever would have done it. You know, I, I think that uh, you should remember the rants that I have on your shit and, uh, like, just the, the effect. You know, you should... You can, consider post rants well it's for... not like look here's how it works this is marketing mm. 101 my friend it's Tell not me. like it's not like you you give me one rant and my entire life changes and i go oh my god andrew's so right i'm gonna start a betterment account i'm gonna start investing uh, i'm gonna get my budget in order like one rant is gonna do that it's you beating it over my head every single day when we talk about this shit because it's what we do <laughs> right you're the only person that I can go to and say, hey, what do you think about me buying this particular Vanguard fund? Or what do you think about me buying this particular laptop? Right? I can right. go to you and ask those questions because I can trust what you're going to say is been thought out or at least you have some background in it yourself. I can't go to my other friends and say that because mm. there's not, you know, they'll be like, yeah, hey, whatever, just do it. Like, whatever, man. I'm like wait, well, wh- uh, what's there, where's the where's the background there? Like I need the I need the I need the whys and the pros and cons and those. Well, are here's here's things. the thing is I think a lot of people are in a very similar situation. And look, dude, I'm a financial guy and I don't know other people really to. So I think most people don't know other financial nerds. But I don't think that being a financial nerd it's not is like a prerequisite for being a financial friend. Like you know, no, it, there is a difference. Right, so there's a there's a, like a like a, a guru and ninja a expert or whatever you want to call like it. Fi- so you're saying like a financial ninja, whatever. I'm just saying that. Can people- I be a financial ninja? No. Damn it. 
No. So I'm, what I'm saying is people can email you and with their situation and you'll give them advice and that's fine. That's great. And I hope that they take that advice and they put it into action. Chances are, though, they're not going to, or at least a very small fraction of them will. And the reason mm. is, is because you need the constant support. It's like the reason Geico has so many commercials is on the first commercial you see with the gecko, you're not going to go, oh, I'm going to sign up for Geico. You know, you're going to take, you're going to, it's going to have to be beat over your head. And then when yeah. you're ready as a human to say, I need car insurance or I should get a lower rate, I can save 15% or more on car insurance if by switching to Geico. Like, that's going to pop into your head. So, dude, it's got to be beat over your head. I agree. But, like, on the, the it's friends. It's repetition. It's, it's marketing repetition. <laughs> and that's why it works. And that's why I think friends are important because it's something that you can consistently talk about and it become part of your life. So, so and you have a support team built into it. Absolutely, but I just want to say, like, they don't have. They could be as noob as you are, in that you're yes. both starting out from nothing. That's true. But you both will listen, or maybe read the same things, or whatever, and develop. But you'll develop your own opinions. Support team. And you know what? Where you're, you're both oh. say dumb with money, mm -hmm. but you know it's so much easier for someone else to call you out on your shit than on their own shit. Right. So if you could each be that one that calls each other out. It's that support team, team system where it's, you know, yeah. you, you have, you, you're, hold, you're holding each other accountable. And it's not just, it can be one on one. It can be like a buddy system kind of deal. Or it can be a group of people. You know, they say in, in, in our little world of entrepreneurship that you should, you should surround yourself with other like-minded entrepreneurs because it, it gives you more focus and it gives you this drive because there's a team of people around you who are all supporting each other and are all like think along the same wavelength, right? So it's like you, you, you actually become more productive or you start thinking way outside the box on the bigger and better things, right? Where it's, whereas right now, I mean, quite frankly – the two of us are in two separate locations, and the only people I talk to are like you, my parents, and some like a couple of other people online. But it's not constant, like in like it's not constant support. It's only support when I need it, right? So I can jump on with you on Skype if I have a specific question, or we're talking about business. The the, the difference with financial friends and what what I'm trying to convey here is that these people are around you much more often and there and there maybe not you're not specifically talking about finances but maybe right your friend for instance is frugal you have a frugal friend right mm. alliteration and that person doesn't go out and spend money on drinks like he just doesn't do that or she doesn't do that right they're not they're, mm. not, they're not out buying expensive dinners right i particularly uh, have a friends who love going out and buying expensive dinners. I love doing that, but I'm but I'm pretty goddamn sure that if I surrounded myself with people who really didn't take that into consideration or were more frugal and like, hey, why don't we just make? They would say they would suggest things like, let's make dinner, dinner at parties. home. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's do a potluck or something. That would be really fun. And therefore, by default, just being a part of this friends friendship, you save money. Yeah. I would be saving money, right? So there's there's a couple of benefits to having financial friends, which is you know you, if you surround it yourself in a community of frugal people, you by default will become frugal because all of your friends are frugal, and they're spitting this in, in spitting this. They're 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 putting this you know out on the table, and it's just part of your 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 daily life. And you know then there's you know then there's people like who just aren't surrounded by that, 
and need that outsider help, which is why they email us, which is why they tweet us, which is why they listen to the podcast. You know, dude. So, so I would say that we're financial friends. I've told you about my situation stuff. You've talked me off of cliffs and whatever. We've talked about your situation. Uh, like what? I mean, and we're also very disparate situations. Well, we like also it, don't spend m- time together in a normal setting. Mm. You know so, you, I mean? so you think that we're financial friends because we like don't really see each other that much except to discuss? No, that's not what I mean. I mean, just I, when I say financial friends, I'm thinking more of like friends who are all right. I, this is this goes. I like, think more. I, than I a can't person you discuss with. Yes, you can discuss with. Could but be your best friend. Could be a a dude you see one every you know. No, but no. See, I don't, no. I think it needs to be more. It's all right. It's like it's like total immersion, right? It's like the idea that you can go to another country and learn a language because you are just surrounded by that language. It's just it. You know, you can go on Rosetta Stone and you could use the app and you can constantly, you know learn this language but if you can't practice it and put it in the in into action and and like be almost forced in a way to become that then it makes it much harder but it can be done and it, and it should be done right you can learn a language through Rosetta well, Stone well dude like what if all your friends are financially stupid do you forsake all of your friends no 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 i'm no i'm not saying that well that's kind of where that. I'm like getting. Uh... Well, all right. So you can turn people into financial friends, right? So you can you ha- you can have a friend who who does suck with money, like I, me. I'm a sucky. I, I was sucky with money, and then we became friends, and now I'm good with money. Now I can offer advice, and I could, and we can keep each other accountable. And it's not even that like you're like so good with money. It's just that it's you you understand more so, the, the yeah. concepts, and it's like a second opinion. Exactly. And I think the second opinion is so very important. But also just hearing. Hearing the terms or hearing the decisions that are made on a daily basis, I, I give um, my brother, for instance. My brother does not drink. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, me and my dad drink. Uh, we've always have. I'm a perfect. Does your pre- mom drink? Uh, not really. No. So it's more she, like your but mom. She, she will drink like wine here and there. My brother. Oh, will your not. brother will absolutely not. No. Like as per principle, he just doesn't. I don't. I don't really know. Like he, I think he's had a rum and coke once, but. Uh, he he for some reason all his friends don't drink either. Right? Hmm. Isn't that bizarre? You know, he has some friends that drink, but they don't get like hammered and shit So it's that whole thing, like surrounding yourself with like minded people. Like right. if he never drank and he was around drinkers, he would never feel comfortable. Right. Right. So, you know, like I said, if I really wanted to stop spending money on uh restaurants, going out to eat and and doing just just things that require money. I it would work. It would be a lot easier if I surrounded myself with people who just didn't do those things and 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 saw value in other things that were that were less expensive, right? So I had a girlfriend uh, who was like that. She she didn't like to spend money. She was like, let's stay in, let's let's eat at home, and we did that. So we together because of her frugalness, we saved a lot of money. Th- then then me going out with somebody who you know just liked fancy restaurants and just wanted to be. You know, so, wine and dine sort dude, of thing. He, here's the thing: is uh, I mean, I'm absolutely with you. You're a product of your surrounding. Your surrounding. But I, I have yeah. a question for you that I, I don't think that I would have have the answer to. I think you you might have some ideas. I know all. Is oh, I mean, we all know that you know everything. Yes. But uh, I, I think it's that you're so, wanting to be financially, yeah. you know, better. You uh, know, you're you're you agree that you think that you should have a 
counterpart, friend, whatever, to, to, to talk through these things because, you know, you may know a lot, but second opinion is always important. The discussion's great. Um, but all of your friends are financially stupid. Um, how, how do you... I didn't you... say that. That's you, No, no, I'm giving this scenario. Okay. Yeah, I'm giving this scenario. Uh, so, you know, how, how do you get this financial friend? Do you, like, convert an existing friend to become a financial disciple? Do you go and seek out a different person? Like, what, what would you... I don't know. I'm not right. really good with that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, in in the case of the social aspect of it, uh, converting your existing friends into financial friends is a possibility, and it can be done. Right. I've I've I feel like I've I can talk more about financial stuff to my dad, who who maybe wouldn't be that way, wasn't that way in the past, and now is because he like you converted to, him. Well, because he listened to the podcast, and now he's mm-hmm. like got questions, and I can be there to help, and he can get better with money, and then my mom's good with money as well. But the other thing is, yes, you have to seek out those like-minded individuals. Now, I can't – what I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say that's why online communities are so, so popular. Because you don't even know I've been – I know. Holding myself back. Well, let me just let me point it, this out. It, it spawned spontaneously in this discussion in my head. Yeah. I was like clicked. Well, let me let me let me point something out that's not related to money, but this is what I would do. If I wanted to brew more beer, like I, I that's why I wanted to get into the hobby a little deeper. I would go join a brew club because I would be surrounded by people who brewed all the time and we talked about brewing all the time. And that would – because it's surrounding me, because it's a part of my life, I'm going to brew more. Because Matt, are, are you telling me that we're starting a money club? I'm not saying that. But I'm, what I'm – my point is is like the entrepreneurial thing is really where I saw the benefit of this. It's really where that, I – You know, Matt, uh, for all of whatever – Listen, money matters would not. I mean, listen, money matters would have been a thing, but nothing that anyone listening would have known of if it wasn't for Fizzle, which was an entrepreneurial community to bring like-minded people together, and you know we could extol the virtues of Fizzle, whatever. And you know, it was just, it wasn't so much that we extracted value from the content of Fizzle, but that we met each other mm-hmm. through Fizzle. Yeah, and. I personally think that I mean I I know that we have so many like extremely intelligent people because I read the emails I'm sure you see the tweets and yeah like just like lots of thought like just really smart people and I feel like they're they're all communicating with us but we're we're like just this common vein they should be communicating also with each other, they have us in common. Right. Here's the difference, though. So I'm giving... That's an extrapolated idea of it, right? Mm. So here's the thing. You're not... You're not... When you're part of an online community, it isn't like every waking hour or every time you... Like, just in normal everyday situations, you're you're just surrounded by people who are like that in their in their brain, Right. So you are not going out to dinner with these people online. You're not going mm. out, you know, and, and you're chatting on like a forum. You're just chat- but you're chatting Skype about a specific topic. So during that time, that topic is being discussed. However, mm. the difference is in the real world. If I surrounded my, all right, I'll give you a, a couple of great examples. I mean, I have a few. So you know, the idea of entrepreneur, uh, being an entrepreneur, right? 
I've surrounded myself locally and have become friends with local entrepreneurs who do what I do, right? So mm -hmm. now I have this little support group of people who can keep me accountable. But not only that, like when we go out to dinner or when we go out to get drinks, when it's just being just to be friends, we might talk about it. Not the whole time, right? But it might come up here and there, like little pieces here and there. And that just kind of just keeps keeps moving around. The same with and this is really extra. This is really like a, a bird's eye like thing. Uh, I don't know many people that read books in my personal friend group. Like I read like not just books, but uh, personal development books. Like you know these nonfiction mm. personal development books. And I've been meeting people who are really trying to better themselves in in through education in a personal development setting. And what that does. Is you know I'm talking to uh, like people that I go out to, to dinner with or people that I go out to have drinks with. Have you ever have you ever read this book? No, I've never heard of that book. Oh, you should totally read it. It's about meditation and it'll open your eyes. To this okay, cool. We go and have drinks. We do a normal shit. You know, a couple weeks later, did you ever get to that? Did you ever read that book? And it's just that you know no. But what's happening is I'm I'm surrounding myself with these people who think like this. It's like if I went. And lived with Mr. Money Mustache. Like, went and lived <laughs> in his house, right? Like, right. me surrounding myself with the Mr. Money Mustache-ness would make me like Mr. Money Mustache. In the sense that I would be, you know, I, my value would be put on different things just by proxy. It, just You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, so, I absolutely know what you mean. And then, you have to think, is that Mr. Money Mustache, and then there's like a whole community and the whole bit... But it started with the one dude who calls himself Mr. Money Mustache, right? And and you could say, well, oh, well, this guy has his blog and he did all this shit. But like, you could be the Mr. Money Mustache of your friend group. Sure. Like, you could be the one to initiate the uninitiated yes. on this whole thing, educate them. And I, 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 I have like no doubt that if it's like. So, some things will blow their mind. They just didn't know. They didn't have the education. So maybe you could create it amongst you, you your existing people. Absolutely can. I agree. However, I like, don't want to make this like a self-serving thing. No, but, you're right. You're right. I mean, it could be us. It could be Mr. Mustache. Just or you telling the ideas. Right. So that you could be the the uh, you could be the evangelist in the group that gets everybody mm -hmm. on board, and then be, and then you've oh, then you've essentially created your own support team. Yes. I will. I will say that growing up in high school, uh, I wasn't surrounded by those people. I was surrounded by people who were materialistic, and and who enjoyed you know getting drunk and smoking pot and and you know spending money and being reckless and all those things. And that's the kind of person I was, you know. And now that I've kind of evolved a little bit and and have gotten into a lot more things, I'm starting to surround myself with people who are like that instead of the people who I used to surround myself with. So it's just a matter of, um, I think getting into those little groups or even if you can, if you, Hey, if you can create your own group, that's the best way. If you can be the curator of that, of that, of that group, if you want to start a club, that's why clubs are so great, you know, cause mm -hmm. you're just, all you're doing is surrounding yourself with like-minded people and finding that financial friend. Like I said, it doesn't mean you're sitting there discussing investing portfolios and whatever nerdy crap. It's just that. It's you're they're just there. They're Your just buddies. There. You talk about other stuff. You hang out or right. not? I mean, like maybe it's over the internet, but like there's someone that you could be candid about with your situation. And like 
there's there's this whole thing where people are getting like into credit card debt or they're just in this like dire situation. There's no one they could talk to. You know, yeah. I could I could understand. Like I I'm very candid with Laura about our financial situation and we're we're very open about this stuff. But I gotta understand situations where it's like, I'm the money guy, trust me. And but then I start fucking up and I don't want to admit that I'm fucking up. So I can't talk to her. But there could be someone else that could talk you, you know, through the I guess the practical way to do that. Like you don't is, have to go at it alone. No. And I and I, and I think but I think that's the thing is what I'm saying to you and what I'm saying to everyone is that this all this money stuff gets a lot easier when you surround yourself with people who also want to be better with money. Like we you all share this common goal and you're all each other's support team. I I will be the first to tell you that it absolutely makes a huge difference and accelerates things when you do same with entrepreneurship same with anything you want to get involved in anything that you want to do more of book clubs if you want to read more books beer brewing clubs if you want to brew more beer uh entrepreneur be, you know being an entrepreneur if you want to if you join an entrepreneurial club or an online you know thing uh you know those are just the things i can think of off the top of my head those things make a huge difference. And finding financial friends are, I think is a really important step to really being good with money. And that could be online, and that's great, and I think that's fine. But if you can get them in your real, everyday life, then that's even better. Especially like if you're married and you convert your wife into or your husband into like a, a person like you mm. who thinks that way. That's gonna, make your li- that's gonna make your life a whole lot easier, just in anything, really. We don't have to constantly go to battle yeah. over stupid shit because, God, the stress from that. So that's what I want to leave it at. I, I think that's awesome. Cool. Uh, if you guys have questions about this whole uh, thing. I, actually, I just want to add one thing real quick. Like, um, <clears throat> we, We've decided on nothing, and maybe maybe I'm being a dick for bringing this up, but you we are. Are, are. are both for and against some sort of community aspect and I think a major against thing is we don't want it to live and die by us. You know, like if, if Andrew or Matt doesn't comment on, on a thing, like, you know, the entire thing goes to shit. But if you think that there might be value in meeting other people who also like listen to my matters, whatever, like email us. I'd love to discuss and, and maybe we can come up with something cool or, or not. Maybe it's a terrible idea. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, the online thing is not really what I was trying to go towards because I think that the financial friend, you know, you can I have online friends like Facebook friends. I have them, you know. Well, dude, for what it's worth, your whole financial thing happened online, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, met you, I, I, we, but I, I talked to you more over I, the internet yeah, and different. Skype for months before we met. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. But that's how it started for you. No, it started that way. But we talk in we talk to each other over Skype with video, and mm. we've also hung out in person many a time. Yeah, and we also run a business together. It's a it's like we're fucking twenty four seven, like basically married. Mm. So I'm I'm literally like, are you speaking, proposing to me? Well, right no, now? I'm saying speaking of total immersion, that's exactly what I did. It's not mm. it's not an online community where once in a while I'll go and check in and see what people have to say and and you know kind of join in on the conversation. It's it's when I feel like I'm in the mood to talk about personal finance. It's I don't have a choice. I'm talking to you every almost well, every dude, day. So, so the thing is, like, we we do. I think that we do our best to try and cover 
all bases, interesting like nooks and crannies and whatever, but there's so much more discussion beyond the 30 minutes to an hour that, that we provide per day or depth that we may not get to that, I, that could be covered. Well, I think, I think just listening to this podcast every day is a, is a form of total immersion. It's, a, it's, it's, it is. you know, it's, you know, it might not be, it might not provide you instant feedback, but it is being, it's the idea of it being drilled into your head every single day. Get better with your money. Get better with your money. Here's some tips. Here's some tactics. Let's talk about travel. Let's talk about, you know, the idea that you could retire early one day. It doesn't matter. All these different topics that we talk about, it's just, it's constant. And that mm. is all you really need. And what I'm saying is, look, it'd be perfect if you could log onto a forum every day and talk to people. And if that's what you want to do all the time, that's great. But that's not practical. You can't do that all mm. the time. But you can go out to dinner with your wife or, or just be in the same room as your wife every single day or your husband every single day. And you guys talk about those things or going out with your friends on the, you know, every other day or in the weekends or whatever. And if they're just like-minded and like, it's just the same thing as like positive people. If mm. you surround yourself with people who are just immensely positive, you are going to have a better life. That's yeah. just, that's just true. I mean, that's, you can't, that's, yeah. And if you surround yourself with negative assholes, you're going to be fucking miserable. That that alone, dude, like just being around people who are not in like a losing mentality, you know, who are in a, I, I will, ah, uh, dude, that. Why do you because, think, I mean, why they, do you you're think. So, like, I am so susceptible to the people around me and stuff and their like uh, uh, positivity or whatever mindset. Like, I imagine lots of people are like. Dude, I will get. God, okay. if you have a shitty situation, you have bad people around you, and it must ex like exponentially. I'm about to rock some brains right now, and I think do I've it, dude. No, I think I've mentioned this before. Hmm. Uh, but why do you? Think, the new and uninitiated. Hmm, tell me. Why do you think that there are neighborhoods that are poor? Um, because it's cheap housing, and then people who have money don't want to live. In the area with cheap housing, so when they uh, come to but it's money, very, they leave. Right, but it's very hard to get out. Like it is because statistically, it's hard to get out of these areas because everyone around you has the same mindset. Now, let me give that's you interesting. So you're not really like learning new approaches. Everyone's just and it. Yeah, it's the norm to just get by. All right, let me let me give you uh, a study that I love. I love quoting the study. And I'm, I think I've said it on the podcast before, right? But there was a study done where there was a, uh, a, a room full of monkeys, right? And there was this pole, right? And on the top of the pole, you know that I'm talking about? Yeah, right? yeah. Tell, all, right, tell. So, all right, so on the top of the pole, there's this, like, bunch of bananas, like a, a plethora of bananas, right? And so they put all the monkeys in this cage, and they all start climbing up to the bananas because they all want the bananas, and then the scientists would spray a hose and knock them off the pipe, you know, so they mm. couldn't, they couldn't get, they could never get to these bananas. The branch or right. whatever they were climbing. Whatever they were climbing yeah. to get to it. They would just knock them off with water. Now, what they would do is they would replace one monkey at a time, right? So they would take out one of the monkeys and they would put a new monkey in. So the new monkey says, oh, there's a fucking bunch of bananas up there. I'm going to climb this thing. Well, guess what turned out is that all of the monkeys who knew that if you try to climb, you're going to get sprayed with a hose pulled the monkey down and didn't let that monkey who didn't know climb to the top. So mm. it's that idea of the support system 
that's put in, been put in place. So this this idea goes even further beyond like you know I, I want to start a podcast where I teach people personal finance education, and everyone around me is like, "You're not going to be able to do it because Dave Ramsey already does it, and Susie Orman has a thing, and Jim Cramer has a thing." And it's like, <laughs> you know what? But if you but if you are surrounding yourself with people who are just negative and and who don't who won't allow you to to go for it, then you're never going to go for it or whatever that 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 thing is. It, dude. If if I dare add another analogy, I mean we're getting we're, yeah I mean I, I just I gotta add I got it in so I, I was in a dark place in my life at, at one time and I bought yes I think it's I think it's this book wait what I'm oh, sorry God just kidding I, it's like it's a book it's called I think it's like the Cynic's Guide to Happiness or, or something similar okay um and one of the analogies they use in the book is elephants. And, and zoos, and when they first get an elephant, they're this baby elephant that's like really small. And what they do is they chain its leg to this like branch, right. like this tree trunk. And the elephant tries to to leave beyond the, the the distance that it can move with the chains, and it can't because it can't move the branch or the log or whatever it is attached to it. And so you know it just it just can't. And as it grows, it can it tries and tries, and eventually, it stops trying. It gives up because because it can, yeah because it knows that it can't, and there becomes a time where it's a full grown elephant with its leg chained to this little like tree trunk, like mm-hmm. this like just something on the ground that obviously this huge elephant, and now that it's an adult. When it walks, it can easily move this thing. It's like not a restrictive whatever, but it has already, like you said, given up. So it no longer tries. Mm-hmm. And it's that it's that whole thing where like don't let the past and your past things like hold you back and just And the and the monkey example is don't let your friends hold you back. And there don't you let go. the people around you hold you back. So two animal studies. <laughs> mind blown anyway that that is and here's what i'll say to all the naysayers that was not planned no no see <laughs> wait, i think did i bring it up on another yeah, episode you did, today you did, you did. yeah people think we're scripted we're so not we just get on the mic we i swear to god the title of this episode was in quotations financial friends and we're like well we'll figure and, it out and that's how we started the episode we're like do you want to do an episode on financial friends yeah okay hey everybody welcome to yeah and it just kind of goes and now we're gonna end it so go and send us an email if you have any questions or feedback on this episode listen money matters at gmail.com is our email address and if you like the show please subscribe on whatever podcasting app you like to listen to us on and if you like the show even more, you can leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you do leave a review, you can send us an email to listenmoneymatters@gmail.com. Let us know you left a review because that's the only way we know who it is. And we will send you a copy of our book, Mastering Mint, which is a 220,000-word PDF guidebook. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I want to read a review from B. Shrebs. Or B. Sherbs. B. Sherbs. Great show. Five stars. LMM is an entertaining show, and it inspires you to be more responsible with your own personal finances. They are very receptive to listeners and produce an impressive amount of content. Constructive criticism, specifically to Matt, do more research or just avoid passing such a strong judgment against what you don't know or understand. Example. The vast majority of credit unions are open to anyone, and they oftentimes have technology that rivals the tech Rivals the, the tech at the banks. 
you're used to mobile banking, mobile deposits, online bill pay, etc. That being said, keep up the good work. Don't just write things off so quickly. We did get beaten to shit over credit unions. We did. Little, little did, yeah, in email and stuff. Little did I know that we were the, all we, about them. We were all for credit unions. No, I, I think we were. We were like, uh, we we didn't pick a side, and I think we we kind of shit on credit unions, maybe where they shouldn't have been shit on, like the technology. And, Apparently, yeah, like, like technology among a few things, and yeah. it turns out of all things financially, people are fanatical about it's credit unions. So that episode was misery, like incarnate for me. The amount of like emails and shit that I, I thought I, we were, I thought we were doing. Credit I learned unions. a lot from our listeners. Yeah, I thought, like, but I thought credit. I thought we were very positive about credit unions. I thought, I mean, I would. It love wasn't to be that a part we were the like they're bad. We were, we were just. We were more the dictionary terms and, and like broad strokes. We uh, didn't go like, look, there, there are some. I think that, for examples, we looked maybe more towards the less impressive ones. Yeah. And we didn't know of the crazy awesome ones. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I was such like the education from the listeners was incredible for me. Well, I'm going to, I have to. Constructive criticism, note it. Thank you very much. Mm. I do want to say that uh, I did not do the research on that episode specifically to ask questions, but I guess I I should have. Oh, so uh, so you're just trying to throw me under the bus? Yep. Like, Fuck so you, Andrew. You're the one that did the research. I don't deserve the constructive criticism. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so no, so in, in conclusion, nothing no, no, no. Is Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So I was at a Halloween party over the weekend. I was talking to a guy who works at a credit union. I said, dude, credit unions are awesome. He goes, I know. I'm getting a mortgage, like 3% interest on my mortgage. I'm like, dude, uh, dude, totally. That's awesome. I I'm all for credit unions. All right. So I think I actually may have to join a credit union and mi migrate my mortgage because then just, I can just, actually here, just, pay weekly and shit. Dude, but just pick a credit union that has a really good online platform. You know – uh, there are banks that have uh, okay. shitty platforms, like yeah, regular I, banks. I, I'm actually deciding right now. TD Bank is a shitty online platform. Dude, I am going to join a credit union for my mortgage. Like, this is going to be a thing. I'll document it, whatever. I'm don't make do promises you can't keep, Brett. You don't think they'll let me into a credit union? I'm just saying, don't don't say it, and then you don't do it, and everyone's like, how come you never join a credit union, dick? <laughs> well, dude, I, I told you, I, I'm like really pissed that uh, my mortgage doesn't let me do biweekly payments. But uh, <sighs> yeah, go to our website, listenmoneymatters.com, and check out our toolbox, listenmoneymatters.com/toolbox. Mm. And that's it. So thanks again for hanging out with us, and we look forward to the next episode. Later, brochure. <laughs> Later, Raham. Tell your friends about this show.